guarantors for one another. In other words, what does it mean with guarantors? He said, we are all from the same root of the soul. You know what that means? It means that, that someone else, why is it a mitzvah that have to love every other Jew? Because every other Jew is part of you. You're part of them. They're part of you. So what happens? Another Jew, we may see on his body, on his soul, a deficiency. That deficiency could very well be, heaven forbid, on one's own body. But for whatever reason Hashem has, the person take it home. So a person needs help. A person who lives needs help across the street. Help across the street. A person who lacks something, a person doesn't understand his Torah lesson, we explain it to him if we can't. We have the wherewithal. A person who needs a loan, Chavetz Chaim read a whole separate book. Everybody knows Chavetz Chaim Lashem Book. But Avat Chesed, Chavetz Chaim, one of the no less famous book is Avat Chesed, when the Chavetz Chaim writes a whole book about what it is to do Chesed, to do loving kindness for another person. And talk about loving kindness, so comes the Malbim and say, I gotta take this slow because it's, it's such a beautiful puzzle, like a kaleidoscope. The Malbim says, just like King Solomon said here, Ashir Verash Nivgashu, that a rich man and poor man met, King Solomon's father, David Melech, said, Chesed Ve'emes Nivgashu, that loving kindness and truth met one another. So the Malbim says, by bringing the rich man and the poor man together, how do you bring them together? When the rich man fulfills the deficiency of the poor man, the rich man uses the abundance that Hashem gave him to fulfill the deficiency of the poor man. You have to know when you help another Jew, God limps. And he says, come on, my brother, lean on me. You're the rich man, he's the poor man. You're fulfilling his deficiency. So you're making Hashem's name whole. So even every act of loving kindness does the same thing. It's giving charity. And it doesn't matter whether it's money, it's matter giving yourself. And if you give to a soul, that's even more than giving to a body. You teach another person about Amuna, wow, that's something. Because you know, the soul is, is eternal. The body is one go-round. It's a soul forever and ever and ever. So by helping a soul get closer to Hashem, that, that's unbelievable. That's the, that's the power of Amuna outreach. This is helping the soul get to Hashem. So this is what the Malbim teaches us. When you make the rich man and the poor man come together, the rich man fulfills the deficiency of the poor man, then you cause, as King David said, for the, the compassion and the truth to come together. And when compassion and truth come together, then there's another possible King David says, Emet Shalom. Then you bring truth and peace. When you have compassion and truth, you have truth and peace. In other words, when people are helping one another, and people are doing what Hashem says, you love your neighbor as yourself, that's truth, because that comes out of the Torah. So if it came out of the Torah, it's truth. Ah, now you bring truth to the world, you bring Shalom to the world. So what's the biggest truth? The biggest truth in the world is the first commandment. I'm the Lord your God. That's commandment of Amunah. So 
So you bring Amuna to the world and you bring peace to the world. And that's easy to understand. Easy to understand. We have, if you look in the 190 stories, the Garden of Miracles, there is a letter in the Garden of a Miracle, okay, that was sent to us by Abu Khala. Abu Khala is his pen name. You can say Abu Khala is the editor of one of the newspapers or news agencies in the Arabian Gulf. Okay. Uh, if people knew that Abu Khalid was it would be good for it. But now they know okay, that Saudi Arabia is in contact with Israel and a lot of people on the now in, in Kuwait, and American allies in contact with Israel, Israel, Saudi Arabia. Okay, so it's less now, it's less of a transgression to, to Arabs than, 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 than it is today. Okay, but then Abu Khalid did something. Abu something. He says, I can't resist writing. And he says, Abu Khalid read the Universal Guard of Amuna. He said, There is nothing in this book that a Muslim cannot subscribe to. Nothing in this book. There's nothing in this book that you can't bring to a peace table. He says, if people would accept this book, they have peace tomorrow morning. This is the words of an editor of an Arab newspaper news agency in the Arabian Gulf, Abu Khal. Okay, you can see that you can see this letter in the Garden of Miracles. It's a lot of stories, 190 stories, letters published. This is exactly what might I mention it. This is the post, this is the passage. Where you have emet, we have truth, we have peace. <laughs> we have peace, that, that, that's it. And it, that's it, truth. If you go according to the truth of Torah, you have peace. If everybody would acknowledge, I am the Lord your God, there's strength in them. That's it. And the same truth that says, I am the Lord your God, says, love your neighbor like yourself. So now, we take one step further, and what Rabbi Yaakov here explains in Petah Oil, he says, since we are getting... You often hear Rav Shalom, not just Rav Shalom, but Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman talks about the power of Pidyon Nefesh. What is Pidyon Nefesh? Pidyon Nefesh literally means a redemption of the soul. Okay? So, at the time of the Holy Temple, we did not need Pidyon Nefesh because we had Corbonus, initial sacrifices. If a person, heaven forbid, made a transgression, what he did, he brought a nice fat sheep, nice fat lamb, or a nice fat calf, depending on his income, and he brought a sin offering, which has to be a male animal, this and that, he buried the coin, and the coin says, ah, my son, I see you, you messed up. What's this fat animal for? And his heart would break. He had to do a confession to the coin. And he would do full tshuva. And the coin would slaughter that animal and sprinkle the blood on the altar. Depends on exactly what type, but there are several different types of sin offerings. Okay, and there's also a korban asham, a guilt offering, whether it's a sin offering or a guilt offering. Okay, no matter what. And while the guy is watching, 
And if the guy was a, a, a leper, he spoke, he became a leper, and he had to give both a sin offering and a guilt offering for speaking evil. Loshanar had some bad news in the Beit Hamikdash. Wow. Okay. He got to give three korbanos to get cleaned up. Okay. You have to give three real fat animals. You know how much Loshanara costs you in ritual sacrifices today? At today's prices, you're going to have one chunk of Loshanara is going to cost you maybe $3,000 worth of animals to get cleaned up. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> and if not, and, and that's to get off the leprosy. And even that, that's after suffering leprosy for two weeks. The first week to see if it is permanent leprosy or not. Second week, it, it, then the person has to get cleaned up. Third day and the seventh day. But, oh, wow, 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 come on. Don't even go into it. So stop and think. When you close those lips and close the ears, because listening to slander is just as bad as speaking the slander, when you close the mouth and close the lips, you say, I don't want to hear it, you just saved yourself minimum 3,000 bucks, okay? Saved yourself all types of health problems, okay? Who knows? Maybe today's psoriasis and today's all types of skin ailments, it's uh, Come from, come from what should be leprosy. Who knows? But it saves a person. It keeps you in shama clean. The worst than the monetary loss and the health loss is the blemish to the soul. Where the blemish to the soul scars the soul. The more soul is scarred. Imagine a window that's got scratches in it. You can't see clearly through the window, and it's not. It loses its translucency. It loses its ability to bring light. So imagine a soul that's like crystal clear pane glass, and every transgression puts a scratch in it. As that scratch, it diminishes divine light. When diminished divine light, divine less divine light gets to the soul. When less divine light gets to the soul, a person suffers more emotional difficulties. It's further away from shame. Because what's or samirach, namely Shiva, that's the happy light, that's the Shem's light. The more you have Hashem's light, the more you're animated, the more you're happy, the more you're fulfilled, because you're close to Hashem. As we said, Kate Maxwell, that nothing is lacking to those who fear him. Okay, so since we don't have our holy temple, and we don't have the ritual sacrifices that atone for us, plus Neshama Palim Spatenu, we don't have the national sacrifices, the, the permanent sacrifice, the, the oil of Tommy, the permanent sacrifice of the morning, which is shachri, is corresponds to the tamid in the morning, the tamid sacrifice, and mincha corresponds to the afternoon sacrifice. It's covered all of it like all Yisrael. And if that doesn't work in the Vega Mikdash, you have our your Rosh Chodesh sacrifice, that the seir of Rosh Chodesh, the, the kid goat that sacrificed the Rosh Chodesh, atones for all the sins, and Jewish people, once a month, we get atonement. So at the time of Baker Middash, there's no sick people, there's no criminal people, no crippled people, there's no special needs kids, and everything. Everybody perfect health. Because it's atonement all the time. And just as the Gemara in page 55b in Tractate Shabbat says that there are no transgressions with no tribulations without prior transgression. Where there are no transgressions, there's no tribulations. 
So if everything is perfect tshuva, then there's no stern judgments in the world. This is the beauty of Beit HaMikdash. We do not know what we're lacking Beit HaMikdash. Ah, but we can make a climate like Beit HaMikdash. A person is going in to Rosh Hashanah. It is now the month of Elul. And we can see there is big dangers, national dangers and private dangers. Now there is a ceasefire. If anybody knows, up till, up till a week ago, that the south of Israel was on fire. Not only on fire, that the, the, the two Shabbos ago, we had 160 missiles from the judicial system for an hour a day, but for 24 hours a day, we have to activate our law enforcement system that says, am I going according to the law? What's the law? Here it is. It's in our Torah, it's in Shulchan Aruch. We know exactly what our law is. If you have a doubt on what the law is, yes, you love. I'll be happy to tell you. We should all be able to judge ourselves every day. So we go into Rosh Hashanah with sparkling, clean, white souls where Hashem has such compassion on us <clears throat> that he brings us Mashiach and our rebuilt holy temple. It's been our days. Amen. Have a great month and a beautiful Shabbat. Okay, we right over to Women's Side. Guys, in another four minutes, we're going to dub